Players Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome to the building years. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. Justin Alexio. Oh, you're doing it all gangster style today, man. I'm trying to switch it up, you know, because I feel like I'm the more fun one on the podcast. I feel like I'm the freaking dad on this <laughs> podcast, and I don't, and that's not me at all. But like, whenever I get around you, like, I, I feel like I have to like be the enforcer. Well, you know, no one wants that job. So we have a guest. <laughs> we have, I'm actually, uh, you know what, guys? I always say I'm excited to have guests on. But uh, this one, I'm not even blowing smoke up your guys' butts with this one. Uh, today on the program, we have uh, a comedian, actor, producer, screenwriter, so many things. Uh, good guy. Good guy. Uh, one of my best friends. Please welcome Billy Patterson to the program, everybody. Thanks, guys. God, Thanks we, for having me. You know, I've been trying to get on the show for so long. Like, I started with passive aggressive. Like, oh, I'd love to do your show. Then it just got, like, aggressive. Like, in the That's all month. Jeremiah. I was like, get me on your show or we're not friends anymore. <laughs> well, it was funny because uh, I did Billy's podcast, like, several months ago. And I think the, the idea, I mean, partially, now I definitely know that me, by me doing his podcast several months ago, I was just kind of assumed that I was he was going to instantly do mine. And I was just like, yeah, we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> there goes that great cross promotion, right, guys? <laughs> but uh, actually, but yeah, he also uh, runs a cool podcast that I was uh, the guest on that I really didn't deserve to be the guest on this podcast, but it's called The Court of Geeks. And uh, it fun. It was fun. I had actually had a lot of fun. Yes. I actually had more fun than I thought that I would on the podcast. Because <laughs> so basically, tell the listeners what you do on that podcast. I mean, Court of Geeks is it's a weekly comic books podcast. So everything, <laughs> yeah. comic books, like uh, reviews and stuff of everything that had just come out in the week, we review right then on the show. And I think we're one of the few podcasts that will actually do that week's comics like within a couple days. Right. Which is a lot of pressure sometimes. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, it's all super time sensitive. Do you have people who go back and listen to uh, older episodes that really appreciate you doing it like weeks before? Do you know I, what I mean? I, yeah, I, I honestly think uh, our audience has been built on the fact that we do do it so timely. Right. And there's some people who are like, Oh, I still have to catch up with your show from like March. I'm like, Oh, forget it. We're so far past that. Yeah. Yeah. Just just (laughs) Just stop listening. Just let it go. Just let it go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I had fun on there. I was like basically the guy that was like, "Why is this guy on the show?" Like that was my character. Like I would just input like stupid jokes like here and there. With, you don't have? Do you have a lot pictures. of comic book knowledge? I read some comic books growing up, and by some like five. Um, and I had like I had like some Spider Man comics, and then my uncle gave me like some really old like Superman, Batman. And X Men uh, comics, but that's about it. I mean, the comics are—they're just so fluid and they're so changing because there's yeah. so many now that you miss like a month and you've missed so much continuity. You're behind. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, lost or something, right? Which is why it's always a big deal when they do those renumberings, and which is why they do them so often. You always see like X Men number one. You're like, didn't I just buy number one? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know, because you're not backlogged down by 50 years of continuity. You know. Definitely, I uh, we'll get into how Billy and I met in a, oh, in a second. Oh, uh, 
But uh, Justin, how did you and Billy meet? Oh, you know, I was trying to think of this on like the way when, over, like and I don't remember. The, do you guys remember like the specific time? Or Bad question. It? I had no idea. My first memory of Justin was at <laughs> m- uh, your girlfriend Maya's housewarming party. Okay. And I remember Justin was there. He was already kind of drunk when I got there. <laughs> that makes and he total was, sense. He was asking me, who I didn't really know him, how to hit on this girl he thought was cute <laughs> on the other side of the room. And I was just like, I don't know, I just want to watch you try. Uh, this all sounds 100% factual from, from well, knowing Justin. You know, things have not gotten better. <laughs> He's still the same sleazeball. No, not sleazeball. <laughs> now I just know that, you know, it's not about women. It's about how happy you make yourself. You were, you were pretty happy that night. I think... Uh, no, nah, I slay. Come on, let's be real. I don't. I don't know how successful you were. I couldn't find you after like ten minutes. Well, that probably means. <laughs> oh, I lost interest. Means I was slaying in the bathroom, probably, or sometimes in the parking lot. You never know. You never know, Justin. Uh, so I guess you guys kind. You guys kind of met indirectly through me. Kinda? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I remember I did some improv show. It was with you and Lydia Nelson, and it was. Hands down, the worst surprise oh, oh, yeah. of all time. Because well, that, well, Lydia, <laughs> Lydia uh, did it. It was the the Lydia that we shot with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Redhead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's strange <laughs> that it goes that far back. Yeah, yeah. I've known Lydia for a long time. Um, yeah, she like didn't want to do the show, but we I wanted like a girl. <laughs> and like you can't do I learned you can't do improv with someone that doesn't want to do the show. And uh and then we all I mean I knew Billy, but like she didn't know Billy. I didn't really I didn't think I really We even didn't knew. really know each other that well. Yeah. So it no, it was just, just it was fucked. It was we and fucked. there was there was a I remember this because you went some weird way with like a <laughs> racial thing where you were basically a black man so mad at the white man I was like I have no idea what to do except just like <laughs> my my white guilt just I was like I'm sorry yeah yeah you, you just took it <laughs> yeah there's I couldn't yes and it was like you've held the black man down I was like probably yes, yes. and uh, you know, <laughs> yes and I'm gonna do it some more yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you so that's my two I'm glad I'm glad those are those are your memories those are my two Justin Alexio <laughs> oh and then remember that one time I, I drunk dialed you on New Year's Eve oh yeah I I had not talked to Justin <laughs> for like a year all of a sudden I get a phone call on Christmas Eve he's like hey man I just wanted to tell you Merry Christmas and I'm just so glad we're friends and I was like who is this and he was like it's Justin Alexio, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas, and that was like the first time I've heard from you in a year, and probably the last time I've heard from you <laughs> since then. I thanked him for calling me, but it turns out I was the one yeah, that called you. Called, you. <laughs> you called me. What are you gonna do? That's amazing. Well, I'm glad. How do you, you guys, guys know each other? Oh man, Billy and I actually go pretty far back. Like he was one of, he's, I would say. Uh, as far as LA goes, uh, he was one of my best friends that I made, uh, within the first six months, I think of living here because I moved here in July of 2009. And then did we take IFA two together at, at second city? Yeah, I think it was, it was IFA, IFA three. three. So, uh, we took this improv for actors class three, which would have been if I took class in August, September, October, November, like, was it the beginning of the year? Yeah. Like, yeah. 2010? It like, it was, yeah. It was like a January. So it was like a January of 2010. That's whenever Billy and I met and, uh, yeah, we met at second city and, uh, uh, Billy actually really didn't like me for months. Uh, cause sometimes, uh, my personality it. comes here's, on a little here's bit Here's my strong. very first memory it. of Jeremiah Watkins. I walk into the room. 
Jeremiah's there doing splits and putting his leg behind, going, oh, just like warming up. He's like, hey, I'm Jeremiah Watkins. Pleased to meet you. And I was just like, oh, fuck God. this guy. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Mr. That guy. Improv, like, leave me alone. Yeah, so I, I was stretching before the improv class, which I still stretch before my stand-up sets before I go on, on stage every single set. He's just like, so do you love comedy? I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just that guy. Uh, by the way, these quotes are a little... <laughs> I, no, didn't, I didn't talk. They are... N- you were so I like... Not. I was like, am I in like a 90s TGIF sitcom? <laughs> like, who is this guy? Are you here for the comedy class? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, who's here to have some fun tonight? And I was just like... Oh, uh, that sounds like something that I would say. Yeah. It, uh, you were so green back then. I No, it's very... Very true. I uh, we so every class we would do, uh, you had a, a chance to basically pair up with different scene partners, and uh, I started. I'm an observant person, uh, and I noticed like that I never did scenes with Billy, like ever. And I'm like, I like walked straight over to him one night. I'm like, I'm gonna do a scene with you, and he's like, Ugh. but then it like went like really well. Like, really, really well. Like, I still vaguely remember we were astronauts. Yeah. Like, the fact that I can even remember that. Right. And uh, and that was when Billy's perspective changed a little, the slightest bit. Like, kind of like, I might give this guy a chance. It still took some time. It like, did. it still took a couple <laughs> it months. It took multiple really good scenes for him to be like, all right, this guy's, <laughs> I guess, all right. <laughs> but, yeah, and then uh, we started making... Uh, uh, sketch videos and stuff together, and uh, we did the the entire conservatory program at Second City, and we put on a live uh, sketch show. That's what you do as part of the program there. And uh, I mean, to be realistic, uh, Billy and I kind of controlled that sketch show. Like we had a lot of say because we were the most passionate about. We were hands down the most passionate about making the show as good as possible. So. Uh, as far as like the pitching and writers' room, we got in a lot of our ideas. I mean, we were we were a two headed monster. I, I got to the point where I would look around my room and, and I'd see a guitar, and be like, "I want to play guitar in the show." And then the next day, we'd come in with a sketch about a guitar. Or, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. this Batman hood. I want to wear this in the show. And the next day, we'd come in with the Batman sketch. And nobody was coming up with like newer ideas or whatever. So or a bunch of little we bitches. Kept- I guess. Uh, so we kept. Uh, I mean, we were kind of bullies a little bit. Little oh, bit. the truth comes I'm, out. I'm willing to admit it. I mean, I think a little we, bit. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of bullied our way, but you know, you get to that point where nobody's stopping you, and yeah. I think we finally got to a point where one of the directors was like, "No," and we were so mad, and we we're like, "We've never been told no before." Yeah, it was a very good learning experience because. The Second City was so coddling and positive our entire way through the program that whenever a teacher finally said, no, I don't like that idea, we were like, what do you mean? We're like little kids. We were like devastated yeah. at one point. We were so mad. Uh, but yeah, Holly Wartell directed our uh, our Conservatory 5 show, and she actually ended up being like a fantastic teacher because we learned a lot from her, and she really put us in our place. She was the first person who was like, you're not always going to get the ideas that you want uh, like in pitch rooms and writers' room, you're going to be shut down, and sometimes as the the ideas that you like most are never going to see the 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 airway the TV airwaves or the stage or whatever. That's just how this business works. And you know, I think if I had to go back to Second City and like that whole experience, it was really mostly a big humility lesson because I think there were one or two times where Holly let us do what we wanted just to see how bad it ended up being. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, I uh, <laughs> it's it's actually why Billy and I 
Billy and I don't go back to Second City that much. No. Uh, Persona like, non grata. Like we rarely go back uh, because it's kind of strange. Uh, we like really like freaking had to grow up like a lot. Like the years that we were there and like the what li- like a little over two years period that we were there. We had to like grow up a lot as like adults because we were just so like <laughs> I'll never forget Mark Warzeka, uh, we a uh, teacher in one of our classes. Uh, he was telling us like um, like that we needed to rehearse scenes and stuff like this. And Billy and I were on the floor and we were kicking. We were going no, and I kept making fart noises. And I was just like oh, God. kicking my feet. And I was just like, I will never forget that he had to put up like Mark was like oh yeah we literally threw like a three-year-old in Toys R Us tantrum yeah on the floor it was humiliating now that I look back on like it. I used to do this thing if I was really mad about an improv scene or I didn't think an improv scene went well whenever I'd exit the stage I would act like I was doing improv poop on the floor I go right after the scene because I'm a very I'm an extremely competitive wow. person extremely competitive so how did that I, make your scene partner feel Oh, that's that's what I'm getting to in a second. Uh, so whenever I do this, certain people would get very upset uh, because they'd be like, uh, or the teacher would be like, Jeremiah, that's not cool. That's not fair to your, your scene teacher. I was like, well, it was a bad scene. Like, <laughs> I, I oh, you little punk ass. I, I treated improv like a sport, and I sh- definitely should have never done that. But it got to the point where uh, one of our, our friends in classes, Jesse Mogul, who's currently my room- roommate now, uh, Billy, if you want to explain how mad Jesse would get whenever I would do that, in class. I, I mean, we would all kind of laugh it off, but there was one night where just tensions got so high because it was me and Jeremiah versus everybody else. Yeah. And there was one scene that just, it was a terrible scene. I can't remember what it was it now. It was just bad. It was, it was just a bad scene. And right at the end, Jeremiah's just like, well, and just does this big <laughs> fart, lifts his leg up, and Jesse just snaps. He's like, no, I didn't pay $3,000. I'm trying to do improv, and he just poops on it he just goes over and poops on it and jeremiah and i are just dying rolling on the floor laughing we laughed instantly while jesse's like shaking like on the verge of tears and it was just like that was the dynamic that was what wow teacher needed some control in there we also had in one of our classes uh, hopefully this will be funny to other people but we had this (laughs) we had this older guy in our class once that Billy and I were the only person who heard it, but he farted so loud. It went. <laughs> and Billy and I look at each other like, did, like, like, wait, did he just fart? And then, and then like, we looked at him and then he goes, I did it with my mouth. <laughs> he, he, was, tried to, he tried to replicate then, it. He was like, I did it with my mouth. <laughs> I was like, oh. come on, bro. It's like, this older guy just farted in our class. And, and like, we just we fell like eyes, on the ground. We were like, had tears out of our eyes, but no one else. Nobody else heard it. We fell on the ground. I mean, it was, it was, no, everyone heard it, but they were trying to be adults, and we uh, were not adults. Oh, that's what it was. We yeah. were just little kids. <laughs> yeah. We Sounds were. like a bunch of teenagers. Totally. Well, that's a lot of inside baseball, so we'll we'll play we'll play some outside baseball now. Uh, I don't understand baseball at all. <laughs> Justin just lost in all the analogies. Like, he's, like, what? he's like, what game are we playing right now? Uh, so uh, while uh, Billy was at Second City um, and uh, we were filming and all that stuff, uh, he was working at TV Guide, and uh, let's talk about that for a little bit, Billy. Because Channel sixty two. Well, that's what it was when I was growing up. I don't know uh, what it is now. Probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, Billy started off as an intern there at TV Guide, and then uh, he ended up becoming 
working his way up to uh, producer status, which is like on uh, Hollywood. That's what gets you laid, <laughs> which is pretty uh, crazy. They got me a pay raise. I don't know about the sexual. You wouldn't throw that out of clubs. You'd be at the club. Oh, I try. I did. Trust me, I tried, but <laughs> girls are not like, girl, Ooh. girl Ooh. I'm in the producer's guild. Ooh, Get what, on this. What network? Yeah. TV guy. <laughs> Isn't that a magazine? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I started as an as an intern, like, you know, my last semester of college, and it was one of those things where if you're going to do an internship, clear out your schedule. Don't, like, have that be all that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I was there every single day, and it got to the point where I just made myself part of the team. So then I got hired on as a production assistant, and after a while I was like, well, I want to start writing for these shows because this is boring. And so I asked, and they were like, no, you're not ready. So I just, you know, it was all this, you know, like I was mad, so I was like, fine, I'm going to show you I can do it. And yeah. I just started asking the producers, like, hey, let me write one or two things in your show, and then eventually they are like, all right, you can be associate producer. So I was that for a couple of years, and then I was you know, I was like, why am I not in charge of my own show? Why am I not a show producer? I could do this in my sleep. Yeah. So it was the same thing. I went to my boss and they're like, oh, you're not ready. I was like, all right, well, I'll show you I'm ready. So, you know, over this last summer, I ended up, you know, I was like, let whoever show it was, I was like, let me come in with you and do everything that you do. And uh, then I walked into my boss's office around August and I was like, this was so ballsy, and I don't know what came over me, but I was like, I am bored, and I'm about a week away from walking out. Like, it's time that you give me a show, or it's time you let me go, which is the dumbest probably that's, thing I've that's ever some done. some shit. Yeah, and yeah. she was like, you know what? You're right. You've earned it. Here's your show. Frick. That's awesome, dude. Like, he, like, like that's, that's what, I think that's actually one of the, the reasons why why Billy and I became friends over the years is because we both have sometimes this very bullheaded uh, state of mind where it's like, oh, you don't think I'm ready? Let me show you that I'm ready. Like, that's how, like, that's how we kind of treated everything whenever we, like, write or, like, it's through Second City or, like, whenever we film stuff or whatever. Like, like with our, whenever we wrote a, we wrote a screenplay, actually, uh, Together that I'll actually uh, plug a little bit uh, right now. Uh, it's called Minimum Wage, and uh, we actually uh, placed as quarter finalists in uh, a couple different uh, film festivals. So that was uh, including Austin cool. Film Festival, which yeah. I was very proud of. Yeah, yeah. Austin Film Festival is pretty big, um, and then the other one, which is a little bit smaller, lesser known, but uh, it's called the Page uh, International uh, Screen uh, Writing Awards. And I mean that one's yeah, that one. They're both like national. Or international or whatever. <laughs> I have to publicly apologize, though, because we'd talked about the screenplay for years. And when we got to the point where it was time to do it, I literally told Jeremiah, I was like, I don't think you can do this. Like, I just don't think that you're focused. I don't think you're going to be able to do it. Oh, yeah. And it was that same bullheaded that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, F you. I will show you I can do this. Yeah, because Bill, like, the, like, over the years, like, I mean, I my standup has always been like, you know, like a main priority at second city. Whenever I was there, I did a lot of standup shows, but I was kind of letting that be the priority because we had a sketch show and stuff going on. Like I do standup spots here and there, but, uh, this was after we graduated from second city and everything. So, uh, yeah, he basically said, dude, I think you're too busy with standup. I don't think that you'll make time for this. I was like, no, like I will make time for it. I believe in this. 
and yeah, and then we started getting a little bit of heat on it, and hopefully, eventually, we'll you know write another draft where it will be a a winner or a or a, a semi finalist or yeah. a runner ask, up or something. Let me ask you guys: Did you guys write me in a part? Uh, you could probably be he one of the. He could probably be like yeah, like that Chad character or something. Right. He's a Is he black. He's a screw up. He could. Be. <laughs> 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 it's just funny. I think when it comes to like success, it's I I really do think now it's like half drive and the yeah. other half is delusion. I really think talent plays almost no part. In success, because it's like you can either learn the skill or you can have all the talent in the world. But if you don't have that drive to just do it, like it doesn't matter. And you have to kind of like, yeah, I was so delusional walking into her office and telling this woman who's been in TV for 15, 20 years what's what. But it just so happened to like pay off, you know? Yeah, dude. Uh, I definitely feel like that's like... You don't hear many common threads of like Hollywood success stories, but what you do hear a common thread is that people are like, uh, you know, I lived in my car while I was doing these acting jobs. I was working this horrible job while I was, you know, doing background work or you know what I mean? Like they're doing like all the, like that's the only consistent thing like like over a lot of different success stories is like the people who waited it out and just kept doing it even though things weren't going well for them at the time like they stuck it out and then eventually they got success and i mean and tv guide wasn't terrible i mean i have a lot of great memories i got to meet a lot of cool celebrities yeah billy would always tell me like dope celebrity stories like i interviewed so okay here's today. my favorite celebrity story which Do is it. also kind of my most embarrassing moment so you know we were at tcas which is one of those things it's like those press junkets so all the new shows you go to a hotel and each network gets their own room and the stars go bouncing from room to room to room and it was the year that i uh what's his name joey tribbiani what's his matt leblanc, matt LeBlanc. Had a, has his showtime show sure and it was right after lunch, and I am like sweating bullets. I have to fart so bad, and I'm just like, <laughs> just like sitting in the room, like literally just drenched in sweat. And I was like, I, I gotta go outside. So right after the like in the middle of a question, I was like, I can't take this. So I get up and I go out in the hallway. I rip the loudest, longest <laughs> fart known to me. I was just like, <laughs> just like, ah. I look to my left, and William H. Macy is standing out in the hallway by himself. And he just looks at me with these wide eyes. And I'm not sure to this day if he was acknowledging me or whatever, but he just looked at me he's like, and just did a, just looked at me with a single head nod. And I was like, all right. But do you think he was maybe acknowledging, like, that was a manly thing? I think so. It was. That's what I would like to think. I was like, you want to talk about shameless? That was a shameless fart <laughs> in the middle of a hotel. <laughs> that was also the year, too, that Game of Thrones was about to come out. And I remember they're like, do you guys want to talk to Game of Thrones? I was like, that's going to last two episodes. No, thanks. <laughs> uh, we've also got uh, some uh, this show called Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, it sounds terrible. Oh, God, no one's going to watch that. Oops. Oops. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so a lot of cool experiences and, you know, getting in the producers guild it's just it's a a different something to have you know under my or on my belt or whatever you want to say you know it's like it's so funny because i look at your list of people that you have on your podcast it's like i know all these people right right, maybe i'm not directly in these worlds but i feel like i'm the one kind of common thread like everybody at least kind of knows who i am you know right 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 Uh, which is cool like i mean i think you're technically the first 
producer that we've had on, which is, I mean, pretty dope. <laughs> dope, delicious. And, and we didn't even have to blow him to get him <laughs> on the podcast. Although Popping I would. that producer puss. Cool. That <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah, Billy and I made a uh, an '80s music video once. That was, oh, I uh, saw that. That was so gross. It was. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it was. It was like the most. It was. It's still one of the most risque. Videos. <laughs> you made out with an old lady, didn't you? It's totally. the only. <laughs> it's the only project I've ever done that I have at least one regret. Like I, there was a couple shots where I was like, "Dude, this is not even a joke. We are just being like gratuitous." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we were like, "No, this will get us hits." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, this will get us yeah, hits." Yeah, that was my that was my bad totally on that because I was like, "We captured it. Why are we gonna shelve the footage?" And then it ended up getting us flagged on YouTube. It's, <laughs> I got you flagged. It's, the, first, oh, it's yeah. the only video that I've ever gotten flagged where you have to sign in to be 18 to watch it. Because it's just too sexual. But let me ask you, did it get a lot of hits? No, because it got flagged. <laughs> it got flagged within like a day Dude, or two. We were getting a ton of traffic on it, but as soon as it got flagged and people had to start signing in, just views dropped off immediately. I mean, that was Let a, that be a lesson a, to you kids. Yeah. It was one of those things where, again, sometimes Jeremiah and I, we just we take it things way too far. I, I have a problem <laughs> with that. Usually. Uh, my one of my favorite quotes. I don't know if Josh Funk is the original uh, who actually set like created this quote or who said this quote first, or if he got it from somebody else. But he said, "You never know where the line is until you've crossed it." I think, and that's I mean that's like one of the coolest cr- quotes that applies to my life. <laughs> I definitely like, think we found the line. Yeah, and we've never really gone that far in anything we've done. No, not since again. Then, yeah. yeah, even with our screenplay. I mean, our screenplay is pretty dirty. Like it's it's very like kind of Apatowish, like with the language and that kind of thing. But uh, nothing quite as but nothing explicit. quite. I mean, we had like fake semen. And yeah, stuff we had going like semen wall. shooting on the wall. It was like it was a guitar that was coming on the wall. Like it was pretty. <laughs> we pretty jerked off a guitar, and out of the head of the guitar, we had like a squeezy bottle of like hand sanitizer. And so it looked exact. Yeah, it was. It was. Wait, way you guys too much. shot it? Yeah, oh, this is a music video. The music yeah, video. this oh, is okay. a music video. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's funny too. Uh. Billy and I have made some videos in the past too that have like been somewhat controversial on like that's not the only video. We did this other video called Gay Thor that um it like offended some gay people for whatever reason. Like basically the premise is super easy and stupid. It's Thor, but what if Thor was gay? Like, like, and it's called Gay Thor. But Dude, like, well, they probably thought you were making fun of gay people. Because anytime you make anything gay, people are going to assume you're making fun of. The thing is, though, I think the best way someone said it was like, well, it's like two homophobes preaching gay tolerance. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. I don't know if I could really argue that. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry what it is. We didn't try to. It's it's basically like we try to give like a message. But even then we like skew it pretty bad, <laughs> you know? Uh, Billy and I got featured on the front page of Funny or Die once, oh. and and you, did you take a screenshot of what I that did. guy said? I did. It's this guy was so upset over we, which we, video. Uh, I don't even know if you saw it. It's called Jurassic Pogs. No. Yeah, it got featured on the front page of Funny or Die. It was only like a thirty second like trailer type video. That the premise for that was uh like we're at a dig site and then like. Were said something like uh, they're back or something like that, and then it cuts to a close up of, of a of a Jurassic Park pog, and it goes, 
<laughs> and it cuts to the title card of Jurassic Pogs, like that kind of thing. It's so bad. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's, a, it's a one-liner sketch. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a one-liner sketch. That's not even that great, but it's it was something that we're like, hey, this is clever. This guy went on like a half a page <laughs> tirade about just how terrible we were. Yeah. How bad it was, how, how for years he's been trying to get stuff featured, how this was the worst piece of garbage that's ever been featured on Funny or Die. It's pretty comical. Wow. Did you write back? That's that's the show if you're a man or not. I you know what? I wanted to write back like, I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then what was the with that the article that we got written about for the Jeremy Lin music video is like not what what was it? Something weird like we got all excited because we did right when Jeremy Lin was super hot a couple of years ago, we did a video capitalizing on it. But this we started the Jeremy Lane is overhyped before he was overhyped. He was still so overhyped. We we just our we timing. missed it by like basically a month or two. If we would have held on to the video a month or two, it would have been great. So this article comes out and we get all excited because we're like, oh, we're getting press on this. Yeah. And it's like haters are already starting to pop out. Here's a not funny hate video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not funny hate video. By yeah. like a Jeremy Lynn fan. And we're like, oh, yeah, he we has just... a crazy amount of fans. They're like they they were blaming us for trying to get the ball rolling on the Jeremy Lin deflation, yeah. And it was like, oh, if we just waited for it to naturally happen, yeah. Oh, it's all about time. Here's the dude. here's a question now. Did you have you guys learned your lessons from all your bad stuff? Every single time, I feel like we have gotten we've learned and learned how to kind of fix the mistakes and 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 try to become better from it. Like we've even gotten like even on the screenplay that we wrote and it got into some festivals. It you know as a quarter finalist we still obviously we still need to go back through it and make some corrections and make like another draft version to make it better where it will you know be ready to pitch do you know what I mean we're still always trying to get better and and learn basically that's how I, I, I feel I think with especially with me and you there's sort of a a language we've developed where like, you know, we just did a sketch. It's like the first one we've done together in a year. Yeah. And it took us literally like 15 minutes to write it. It was crazy. Because once we, it's somehow our brains connect and we get the joke, which sometimes, you know, it's, it's scary because we don't have anybody to tell us no. But at the same time, I feel like we've got to a place where we kind of know better because we have made a lot of mistakes already, you know? I, I think that's the best way to uh, get better is to fail a lot. I mean, that's that's the whole theory be- behind open mics and stand-up comedy is you just fail repeatedly until you know better and you, you've learned better at that point. And Billy, uh, Billy's even done my improvised stand-up show uh, quite a few times. And, and well, look the, at ba- you guys. Back in the day. I, I hate stand up so much. I like would well, I like force Billy. I, just I was hate like it. I was like, You're good at the show, just do it. And then like he'd do it. He'd do well, but then he's like, I don't know if I can do this again. <laughs> Every single time I'd be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I yeah, just yeah. don't want to do it. He's like, just one more, we're doing it at the comedy store. You you know you want to do the comedy store. I was like, All right. And then I did it and I remember it was it went really well. successful. And I was like, yeah. never again. I'm done. Yeah. And that was the last one. But it's taken off huge now. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Working, uh, on, working on it, dude. Trying to trying to make it big. That, that was back when he would ask people to do it. Now it's like, good luck. If you want to get on that show, you better be. <sighs> I have so many people. <laughs> your, you better be top of your game. But. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> man. Thank you. 
Uh, basically, well, this whole podcast, Billy and I have basically just been uh, jerking each, other. each other's <laughs> egos the entire time. Uh, Justin was uh, just the the guy that was in the room watching us masturbate <laughs> each other, which is typically how it happens when there's a. I've been, I've been going through my emails, guys. I got a lot of work done. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, Justin actually just got back. He left for like 15 minutes. Uh, unfortunately, dude, I think we have to wrap it up pretty soon. Is there any like ending? thing oh well just real quick uh yep. the the hollywood uh the, do your segment justin that you always ask guests all right justin gets to talk you guys <laughs> <laughs> billy we just want to know yes. welcome to the corner the hollywood bitch slap oh want to know when yeah. is hollywood bitch slapped i'm sure you've heard this segment before uh-huh do yeah, you have ba- any basically any stories or any times where you're like i can't believe that this happened to me like indirectly through Hollywood, like a backstabbing story or like a, it could be a job, a gig, whatever of something where you're like, Oh, this, this makes oh, me hate God. this right I, now. I just have to pick one. Uh, I, <laughs> my, my biggest feud, it used to be with Bob Saget, which is another story I'll tell another time. But my number one feud with celebrity was Chevy chase. He was my very first interview. Okay. And I walked up to him. This was community had just come out and I was like, so tell me your character Pierce. He's kind of a older troublemaker. He looked at me. He's like, is he, is that what he does? I don't know. Does he? And I was like, uh, I don't I don't get this joke. It was the worst interview of all time. And so it came back around like a year later. And I was like, I'm not doing Chevy Chase. I'm not doing Chevy Chase. And they made me do Chevy Chase. No joke. I asked him two questions. He gave me like an asshole response. And I was like, all right, well, I'm done. And I walked out on him. So that was my... I, wow. I took a, a Hollywood bitch slap and slapped right Take back. Take that, Chevy. I would, I would have loved it if you would have asked him the same question <laughs> for the first interview. So I hear that your character Pierce on the show is... I'm like, sorry. I know that like for comedy people, he's like a god. He is a miserable human being. Well, way to lay the smack down on him. Also, if you're living, listening, Chevy, you can do our podcast anytime. Please know. Open <laughs> invitation. I guess he was up at the comedy store like... This is like six months or a year ago, and uh, and uh, he he. This is actually pretty funny. I I heard about it. he went to up to the talent coordinator in the booth, and then one of the new door guys was there, and uh, he's super young. He's like twenty one, twenty two, and uh, uh, young black kid, <laughs> and uh, he's like, hey, how's it going? And like he just like obviously was just saying like he probably didn't recognize him or whatever, and he just takes him by the throat like a fake comedy throat thing. He's like. Do you even know who I am? <laughs> and then he just walked in, and then I guess the kid just laughed. I don't know. Or went home and cried. and That's possible. Like I did. It's possible. I was, I was like shaking <laughs> after that. My oh, because you're so interview, angry. I was so like yeah. nerve-wracked. Oh, well. Okay. Here's the time of the podcast where you can plug any and everything. So website, Twitter, uh, your podcast where people can find that, all that stuff. Uh, Facebook.com slash Court of Geeks, Twitter at Court of Geeks, all one word. Or if you want to just follow me at Billy A. Patterson, all one word. Cool. And then uh, uh, what about your your website? Is it teambilly.com? Do you update that much? Uh, I... I most of my focus now goes to Court of Geek, so okay. if you really want to check it out, that's... And uh, I think, uh, I am not sure, uh, yeah, by the time that this is out, check out Billy and I's uh, latest podcast. It's called um, 
It's called uh, our sketch video. Yeah, our, our what did I just call it? Podcast. Oh yeah, it's not our, a podcast. Our latest you'll be podcast. No, you'll be disappointed. This uh, is our not... latest sketch, brother. Uh, <laughs> sketch brother. Come on, buddy, spit it out. It's called it's called Gunther Brothers. Uh, there it's uh, are some original characters that we've been doing uh, for quite a while, and uh, it's the Gunther Brothers Cheese Emporium. It's the Gunther Brothers Cheese Emporium. It's the Gunther Brothers Cheese Emporium. We got all kinds of cheeses. <laughs> so exactly. you are like, what the F are they talking about? So check that out at uh, YouTube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins or JeremiahWatkins.tv. It will be there. Uh, Billy, thank you so much for uh, coming by the show Thank today. you for having me, guys. Love you, buddy. Thanks for Love coming you guys back. Too. Even you, Justin. Yeah, you know. We'll talk later, I guess. <laughs> All right, guys, that was Billy Patterson. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Yes. Uh, Justin, do you have anything to plug this week? Uh, yeah, come to the Cupcake Theater, 930. Come check me out at Los Angeles College tomorrow. Uh, check me out, Justin Alexio, on Twitter. I'm going to have a website up soon, too, guys. I'll let you know. Oh, sweet. Uh, guys, check out Justin's stuff. Check out Billy's stuff. Uh, and check out uh, JeremiahWatkins.tv or YouTube.com slash JeremiahWatkins. Weekly videos there every single week. Uh, feel free to comment below on this episode. Tell us how you liked uh, Billy and uh, the interview. And also email us at TheBuildingYears at gmail.com and we will give you a shout out. Uh, this has been The Building Years. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. I'm Justin Alexio. Uh, you know what? I hate lobsters, and that's that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs>